1: President Donald J. Trump.
0: And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have
1: leverage over him. Welcome to Information Operation. It's been quite obvious for some time that there's something really wrong in Washington, D.C., and something really wrong with the Republican Party. Our guest today is uh, wants to do something about that. Josh Mandel is a vet. He's a former state rep in Ohio, and he's running for the U.S. Senate uh, seat vacated by Rob Portman. Welcome to the show, Josh.
0: Hey, good to be on.
1: So, uh, look, I-, I know you've gotten a lot of press from uh, Bannon at War Room and other places, uh, but uh, our audience still may not know a lot about you. Tell it, tell us who you are from the 30,000-foot level.
0: I'm a Marine Corps vet. Did two tours in Anbar Province, Iraq, uh, and... I'm an anti-establishment fighter. I'm not going to Washington to make friends. I'm not going to Washington to get invited to the cocktail parties, the, the D.C. establishment, and frankly, the Republican Party establishment here in Ohio. They don't like me because I'm a Jim Jordan type, Ted Cruz type, Rand Paul type, Donald Trump, Donald Trump type. I'm, uh, I'm not going to Washington to just drain the swamp. I'm going there to blow up the swamp. Uh, you know, while the radical left and the secular left are, are definitely the main enemies today, along with the media, I think these squishy establishment wobbly need Republicans are just as bad because they provide cover for the radical left and the secular left and the media. And one of the problems we have in this country is you've got a lot of traitors and establishment Republicans who are coming after us as pro-Trump conservatives. Uh, you know, you got the yeah. Cheney out there, you got Mitt Romney out there, but we actually have one here in our backyard, uh, right here in the Cleveland area, Anthony Gonzalez. He was one of the 10 congressmen that voted for impeachment. And I was uh, out front way early calling for his eradication from the Republican Party and just getting this guy out of Congress altogether. And so yeah, I'm going to be the worst nightmare of the Romneys and the Liz Cheneys and these squishy, wobbly need Republican establishment politicians in Washington. You know, they're the enemy, the radical left and the secular left is the enemy and the Chinese Communist Party is the enemy. And when you look at what the Democrat Party and the radical left has done to cheat in elections, you combine that with what the Chinese Communist Party is doing to cheat economically. And then you look at these Mm -hmm. Romneys, Liz Cheney's Gonzalez's who are providing cover for them. You know, it just makes me want to run through the brick wall. I am so motivated right now to go to Washington and fight like heck. And my feeling is now is not the time for bipartisanship. Now is not the time for civility. Now is the time Mm -hmm. to fight. Now the time to fight. We got to send fighters to Washington. and That's who I am. I have a, I have a fighter mentality and, uh, I'm just going to run through anyone in my way.
1: Well, you know, we we did a a big uh, investigation in Georgia where we found that a lot there was a whole, like called it a Republican mill of basically manufacturing Democrats as Republican candidates and running them positions in Georgia, and we think that's why there's a big problem down there. I mean, do you do you see something similar in your state? Hey, you see,
0: you see it all over the country. And listen, mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about election integrity because I've been watching and studying Georgia a lot. Um, I'm the only candidate in this race for U.S. Senate in Ohio who's actually gone to Maricopa County where they're auditing the vote. Hmm. I believe not only should we be auditing the vote in Arizona, but also auditing the vote in Wisconsin, in Michigan, in Pennsylvania and in Georgia. Uh, I'm the only candidate, I think anywhere in the country, who's called to abolish the January 6th commission and replace it with a November 3rd commission. I think this January 6th commission is a total waste of taxpayer time, money, and resources. And it needs to be replaced with a November 3rd commission to investigate the real crime, which was the stealing of the election from Donald J. Trump. And I envision this November 3rd commission to be made up of congressmen, senators, but also state legislators and secretaries of state. Because at the end of the day, we don't want the federal government making any election laws that should be handled uh, at the states and the state capitals. Uh, but this commission should have the subpoena power and the investigative power to do a full proctological exam of all these election officials, election machines and election processes in all these different states and, and really look under the hood. And, you know, what the Democrats say is, well, you know, we don't need to audit. We don't need to do this and that. It was already litigated in the courts. You and I know that's false. Mm-hmm. Your viewers know that's right. false. You know, there were 63 cases and out of those, 61 of them were dismissed on procedural grounds. They weren't even argued on the merits. The the merits actually have not been uh, argued, let alone investigated. Arizona is the only state who's really doing the investigation now with their audit. And that's why I think we should have this November 3rd commission to, to really do a deep and wide investigation and then make recommendations to the states on how to improve things.
1: So your uh, is your opponent, J.D. Vance, uh, who's backed by Peter Thiel with a $10 million gift I saw into his campaign, Injection of Funds, is he talking about election integrity uh, like you are?
0: He's so wishy-washy on it. You know, he, <laughs> I mean, J.D. Vance is a total rhino. Uh, a few years ago when he was trying to sell his book, he traveled yeah. every liberal institution in America. You know, he went to the Aspen Institute. And he went to David Hmm. Axrod's Institute of Politics in Chicago and basically crisscrossed the country, trashing Trump, and trashing us as Trump voters. So while Hillary Clinton was calling Trump supporters uh, um, deplorable, JD Vance was calling us as Trump supporters. He was calling us racist. He was calling us anti-Semitic. He was calling Trump reprehensible. And this guy's trying to not run in a Republican primary. I mean, it's, it's totally outrageous. Uh, He actually said, J.D. Vance, these are his words, not mine, he said that Obama was well-intentioned when Mm -hmm. he made that comment about us as conservatives clinging to guns and religion. And, I mean, this J.D. Vance guy is the most phony, fraud candidate anywhere anywhere in the country. Now, here's the good thing. The voters in Ohio know it. So, you know, he Mm – I would say J.D. has, like, a lot of publicity and – Hollywood and New York City and Washington D.C., uh, but here in Ohio, he draws about 14 people to his events. And the people here who do know who he is think he's a total fraud, a total fraud, and a total phony. And that's what he is. I mean, he. So. He, go, go ahead, Sorry.
1: I was going to say it seems like more the same uh, what you've been talking about. Once you want to fight, uh, uh, just it's, another in the an line of uh, rhinos. This guy's a total
0: total rhino. I mean, listen, I'm going to Washington to be reinforcements for Jim Jordan, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Donald Mm -hmm. Trump. And J.D. Vance is going to Washington to be reinforcements for Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, Anthony Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. And listen, this guy is totally paid for, bought and paid for by Silicon Valley and big tech. His, uh, His number one political supporter is on the board of Facebook. Yeah. The investors in his VC firm where he takes management fees and pays his own personal bills,
1: mm-hmm.
0: CEO of Google, former CEO of Google, former CEO of AOL. I mean, you you literally can't make this stuff up. He is literally paying his bills off of Silicon Valley, both his political bills and his personal bills. And, you know, he's trying to somehow rally against big tech. It's the biggest joke in the world. No one here takes it seriously. And then he, he also purports to be fighting for the working man while this guy lives, you know, in a in a neighborhood like one of the richest neighborhoods in Ohio uh, that brags about having a bucolic bird sanctuary sanctuary there. You know, this is the opposite hmm. of, uh, you know, the, the guy who's going to represent the working man. But the good thing is the voters see it. The voters know it. Um, there was actually a, a, a pretty comical story that came out this week that sort of talks about how he's well known with the coastal elites. And here in Ohio, he's either not known or he's loathed. And uh, that's the reality is he uh, he announced, I think at the beginning of July, his uh, announcement tour turned into an apology tour, where basically Mm -hmm. he's being forced to go all around Ohio and apologize every time a new new comment comes out of how he trashed Trump supporters, because he tried to whitewash it, he tried Mm -hmm. to delete all his Twitter, but then he screwed up and missed a bunch. He tried to delete his Facebook he screwed up and missed a bunch. And so every week more stuff comes out about J.D. Vance calling Trump supporters racist, calling Trump racist. And one of the things that where he really showed his true colors after his announcement. So not four years ago when he was trying to sell his book, but after his campaign announcement, the next day he sat down for breakfast with Time magazine. And the reporter asked him, like, well, you trash Trump like crazy, when Trump was running for president, do you support Trump now. And JD Vance says, and this is his quote, he says, I guess I'll quote, suck it up and support mm-hmm. Trump. Well wow. I mean that that's the definition of a rhino, someone who says he has to quote unquote suck it up in, in order to support Trump.
1: Well, I was doing some research on both of you actually before this, and I must say he, he looked very manufactured <laughs> in his uh, in his you know Uh, I guess, presentation websites and bio and all it just looked like all put together. He's
0: Um, a, he's a a lab construct. He is a, he's a lab construct. You know, basically he comes out of Kasich world and he's like a Romney Mm -hmm. world, Kasich world, lab construct, uh, who is Mm -hmm. literally bankrupt bankrolled by big tech in Silicon Valley. And I mean, this guy is the worst of the worst. And, you know, he, he will, as somebody wrote very eloquently online, you could almost hear JD Vance talking mm-hmm. about how he, his uh, mind and his heart is forcing him to vote for Trump's impeachment four years from now. You, you can like hear those words coming mm-hmm. out of his coming out of his mouth because this guy's like he despises, he loathes all of us who believe in Trump and are Trump supporters and Trump voters, and this guy. In 2016, when Trump was running against Hillary, JD Vance said that if he feels that Hillary is getting close to winning, I'm, I'm part of me. He said he feels that if Donald Trump is getting close to winning, that he's going to cast his ballot for Hillary Clinton. Those are his words.
1: Hmm. Wow. So, uh, besides uh, running for Congress and and putting new people in. How, what are your thoughts on how we fight, uh, you know, this, uh, for lack of a better word, this coup that's happening in our country? Whether you have the vaccines, the lockdowns, the the you know the the deplatforming of people, Trump uh, being taken down, uh, you know, people are scared. How do how do we rebuild America and how do we take her back from what's happening? In your opinion, since you're going to to the Senate to do just like, just that,
0: we got to take it back to the foundation, the foundation of America. Mm -hmm. judeo-christian values not radical muslim Mm -hmm. values not values of the chinese communist party not atheism but judeo-christian values and what there's there's so many differentiating factors that separate that judeo-christian ethic from so many other belief sets but one of the main differentiating factors one of the main separators is our willingness to acknowledge good versus evil and our tradition and our history of fighting for good over evil. And I would submit yes. to you and all your all your viewers and listeners that there's a lot of evil out there right now. And we as yes, constitution- it's been, it's, we as
1: constitutional building for some time.
0: Yeah, we we, we, we we as constitutional conservatives, we have an obligation to fight for good over evil, whether it's stopping the cheating in elections whether it's stopping Donald Trump having had the election stolen and robbed from him, whether it's stopping the radical left and the secular left from pushing this infection of critical race theory on our kids. You know, we Mm -hmm. need fighters who will embrace that Judeo-Christian foundation of America, wrap themselves in it and use it to go fight. And let me tell you something. I'm not running my campaign through Republican Party groups because a lot of the establishment Republican Party groups, they're wimps. And they won't take on the secular left. They won't take on the radical left. They won't take on the media. What I'm doing is I'm running my campaign through churches Mm -hmm. because I know these courageous pastors and courageous Christians, they'll fight. And they are fighting alongside of me. And all over the state of Ohio, we have hundreds of people coming out to these church town halls we're doing. Earlier this weekend, I was was in a small town called Finley, Ohio. We had 270 people at First Nazarene in Finley. Not too long ago, I was at a church in Bucyrus, Ohio, very rural Crawford County. We were essentially at this church in the middle of a soybean field. Mm -hmm. 300 people came out to Victory and Truth Ministries. I was at a church in Lebanon, Ohio, which is sort of between Dayton and Cincinnati. It's called Solid Rock Church. We had over 500 patriots show up and all throughout the state we're seeing patriots, men and women of faith, fighters come to join my campaign and join our cause.
1: That's fantastic, Josh. Uh, how's the campaign doing? Do you have any polling or anything out there or um, anything, any early indications?
0: We do have polling. I will mm-hmm. give you this grain of salt that mm-hmm. the only poll that really matters is Election Day. Right, sure. Uh, I, I can tell you about two polls that are out now. Mm-hmm. So uh, one scientific poll, you know, was done with, with traditional phone calling, has right. 29 points ahead of this phony fraud, J.D. Brandt, mm-hmm. JD Vance. Interesting. But here's the better thing. Donald Trump came to Ohio for his first rally in his Mm post-presidency. Over 20,000 people in Wellington, Ohio, at the Lorain County Fairgrounds. He announces the people running for Senate, and then he says, hey, let's do an audience poll to see what the audience (laughs) thinks. You know, true Trump, it was beautiful.
1: Right, yeah.
0: One of my opponents gets tepid applause, another one of my opponents gets booed, and then when Trump says my name, the crowd goes wild.
1: Oh, that's fantastic!
0: It was important and it was great for President Trump to see with his own eyes and hear the crowd booming my opponent and going nuts for me because the Trump supporters are my supporters, one in the same. And that's because when I talk about Trump supporters, I don't call them they, I call them us because I was the first statewide official in the state of Ohio to endorse and support President Trump. When a lot of these wimpy, squishy, weak-kneed politicians in the Republican side were jumping ship when the Holly- Access Hollywood tapes came out, I stuck by President Trump's side. I was one of his top fundraisers here in Ohio and in the country. I was part of this exclusive fundraising group, mm-hmm. Trump 500, in his re-election here in 2020. I signed letters to you know with veterans when he was getting attacked on military issues. I supported him here in the Jewish community. And I, I just believe full heartedly in president Trump and in the Trump America first agenda. And one of the reasons why he won Ohio by eight points, both times by such high margins is because he did a great job for the people here. And one of the things that a lot of the liberal media, they don't understand is it wasn't just Republicans voting for him here in Ohio. Trump took a lot of men and women who are union Democrats, you know, who swing hammers and bend steel and drive trucks for a living. Good, hardworking Americans who've been voting Democrat for decades, for generations, but this time they voted Republican. They voted for Trump because you know he stands for and spoke to them what they care about: fighting for their jobs, bringing jobs back from China, but also standing up to be proud to be Americans. You know, teaching our kids to stand for the American flag, teaching our kids right. that all your boys and girls are girls. There aren't fifty different genders. Teaching our kids that we should judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin, getting this critical race theory garbage out of the schools. And so people here in my state, we believe in President Trump. President Trump was the first Republican presidential candidate since Reagan, 84, to win Lorain County, just west of Cleveland. He was the first Republican presidential candidate since Nixon, 1972, to win Youngstown. Think about that for a second. He won the Mahoney County, Mahoney Valley. First time since Nixon 72. And I know Mm -hmm. in my campaign for U.S. Senate, I'm going to continue to inspire and motivate these Trump voters and Trump supporters. And I can't wait till he runs again in 2024. And we're going to do everything we can to elect him for a third time.
1: Well, Josh, that's fantastic. It's a really good uh, overview of your campaign and uh, where you're headed. I want to have you back on in maybe a few months and uh, check up and see how things are going as we get closer to, uh, to next year. But thanks okay. for coming on the show. I appreciate it.
0: Listen, you got an open invitation to come to Ohio anytime. We'd love to have you jump in the Jeep with us. We're crisscrossing the state all over the, all over the, all over the town, all over the state. And uh, we'd love to have you here. Uh, would, would, if it's okay, we would just like to mention my website. If any of your listeners and viewers want to learn more about me, it's real easy. JoshMandel.com. J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. Chip in whatever you can—ten bucks, twenty bucks, fifty bucks—and if you want to volunteer, we actually have volunteers all over the country. We've got we've got stuff for people to do from their kitchen tables in any state in the nation. You can just email Charles at joshmandel.com.
1: Again, Charles at joshmandel.com if you're interested in volunteering and getting involved.